0: 6 a.m. Eastern Time. This is your boy Brad Starks. Let's get ready for the Roto Lounge Daily Morning Show. That's right. That's right, your boy Brad Starks. You can find me on Twitter at Roto Lounge. Going to be bringing you some quick news and notes from NFL, Devi, and of course the bourbon world. My goal is to record these before I head off to work just like you and if you have a long list of podcasts that you're planning to listen to for the day I want to make this quick enough to where you can at least fit in the Roto Lounge at the beginning of your day just to kind of see what's going on hopefully you like it drop drop uh some some messages in my DM let me know if you have any ideas if I keep doing this maybe we can have like a intro song and all types of stuff but Let's go ahead and get started. Uh, I want to start in the NFL, and I was reading on The Athletic uh, a nice article on TJ Hawkinson on how he was dominating Lions camp. Uh, The Lions wrapped up camp last week. Here's a few notes. So the last day of camp says Hawkinson took over the final two-minute drill and ensured that the Lions' first-team offense wrapped up camp on a good note. He had three catches for 40 yards, including the drive-ending touchdown. All those completions came from new quarterback Jared Goff. And they talk about his catches Some were impressive. Uh, he had an outstanding sideline catch with a toe tap. Gave the offense first and goal with less than 30 seconds to go. Third and goal, Hogginson won his release off the line of scrimmage. Beat his defender for the drill winner on a drag route. Here are some more notes. They said... Hawkinson was dominant. He didn't catch everything during OTAs, but there wasn't an idle moment for him this week. If the offense was on a break, Hawkinson was working somewhere with the position coach or talking with golf. He beat pretty much everybody he faced in man coverage. And if the defense wasn't reacting with two people against him in the in the team drills, it was generally a problem. You know, they said he just put that offense on his back uh, and. Defenses knew he was getting the football unless they put two guys on him. It was pretty much a mismatch and you know Hawkinson is still only 23 years old 23 to 24 years old still young by NFL stands for a tight end and You know I invested a lot in Hawkinson as a rookie. I've been trying to acquire more shares while he's cheap I think Hawkinson is going to push for the tight end one in dynasty sooner rather than later. I think he has all the tools and you know, some people are excited about DeAndre Swift this year. And if I'm spending my money and it's on a Detroit Lions player, it's going to be Hawkinson early to secure my tight end role. It's going to be a running back that this new coaching staff signed in free agency, which is Jamal Williams. And it's going to be a late wide receiver rookie that this coaching staff drafted. That's Amon Ross St. Brown. So. Those are my two cents. Another article I read uh, on the NFL side was about Trey Sermon. Uh, This was from a 49ers beat writer uh, talking about how San Francisco was letting Raheem Mostert rest, playing it safe with him. Jeff Wilson is injured. He's out four to six months uh, with that meniscus injury that he uh, sustained a few months back so as a result of that trey sermon was given the lion's share of the carries with the first team and you know it goes on to say how sermon is more prepared than most rookies entering the league having watched quite a bit of the 49ers game film prior to being drafted uh they said when he was at oklahoma and he wanted to transfer to ohio state you know, Ohio State ran the outside zone scheme and uh, Oklahoma uh, ran a different type of offense. So he watched a lot of tape and one of the most studied film that Trey Sermon uh, reviewed was Shanahan's and 49ers offensive scheme. So he is more prepared and Shanahan likes what he sees, uh, picking up the offense and uh, You know, I I think there's there's gonna be a decent role for him. You know, if if there's any injuries, uh, you know, I have him as the fourth best back in this class. I have him above Javante Williams, which might seem like a hot take, but um, you know, I think he might be a decent NFL running back in that zone scheme. And you know, sometimes those running backs only last one, two, three years. You know, because you're looking for that next explosive player to kind of run that offense, Um, but you know i think jeff wilson is a, a or i'm sorry i think that uh wayne gallman is a, a pretty good value late 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 in drafts but uh if you drafted trey sermon um you know hold on to him i think that uh, he might develop for you all right now let's get into some devi um, some devi things that i saw was basically just going to be a 2022 uh, NFL mock draft that I saw from Pro Football Network I got into a Debbie league recently and I want to get more into Debbie to help you prepare for next year not too much because we want to focus on the NFL side but seeing these players in in these mock drafts uh, they're much more familiar to me now after going through an auction draft uh, campus to Canton auction draft 2014 which is very difficult especially when it's your first time doing Debbie uh, but here's what pro football focus has as an early 2022 mock draft. Number one, Detroit Lions, Sam Howe from quarterback of North Carolina. Number two, Houston selected Spencer Rattler, quarterback of Oklahoma. And again, if you're not in Debbie, uh, just remember some of these names. They could be on your, your favorite NFL team come soon. Uh, number three, Jacksonville Jaguars taking Kayvon Thibodeau, defensive end from Oregon. Number four, the Eagles are taking Kyre Elam, cornerback out of Florida. Uh, number five, the Bengals are taking Derek Stingley Jr., cornerback out of LSU. Number six, the New York Jets are taking Drake Jackson, edge rusher out of USC. Number seven, the New York Giants taking Carson Strong, quarterback out of Nevada. Number eight, Atlanta Falcons, Malik Willis, quarterback out of Liberty. Now, this was my highest auction quarterback i i wanted malik willis pretty badly you know i think the Debbie community is kind of split on his nfl potential uh, and i was breaking some of his film down and and i'm gonna try to get that out there eventually uh you know he's got a lot of positive traits uh, i think he's a very raw raw quarterback he was a transfer from auburn um, he's got speed he's got an unbelievable arm uh, he's got the mobility not not quite elite speed like justin fields but he's got really good speed he's a mobile quarterback height i think he's like 6'1 so he's not the biggest guy Uh, but he's very raw very raw prospect Uh, i think that he is going to light college football on fire this year Uh, and i think that with some help from some quarterback coaches and barring injury uh, i think he has some nfl potential i don't think he's going to be a great nfl quarterback but The NFL will give you a chance if you have athletic trades and you can run and you can make plays. Uh, So I think he is going to get a chance. So Malik Willis, number eight, to the Atlanta Falcons. Number nine, Denver takes Kyle Hamilton, safety out of Notre Dame. Number 10, New York Giants, Evan Neal out of Alabama, offensive tackle. Number 11, Washington football team, Desmond Ritter, quarterback out of Cincinnati. Number 12, the Las Vegas Raiders select Traylon Burks, wide receiver, Arkansas. 13 carolina takes christian harris linebacker out of alabama minnesota vikings take demarvin leal defensive tackle out of texas a&m 15 arizona cardinals take ahmad gardner cornerback out of cincinnati 16 the steelers take old miss quarterback matt corral so that was the first 16 picks move on to the uh 17 and higher. number 17 new england takes uh, george carlaftis defensive line purdue 18 and i'm not so good with these names but i will get better as i you know spend more time on the college game 18 los angeles chargers kingsley and nagbare edge south carolina 19 dallas andre booth cornerback out of clemson 20 philadelphia eagles take zach harrison edge out of ohio state 21 tennessee titans take garrett wilson wide receiver out of ohio state I'm not sure how that's going to work now that they got Julio Jones, but we'll see. 22, Indianapolis Colts select Kenyon Green, offensive line, Texas AM. 23, New York Jets, Seven Banks, quarter, cornerback, Ohio State. A lot of corners in this mock draft. 24, New Orleans Saints take Chris Alave, wide receiver, Ohio State. 25, Cleveland Browns take Perion Winfrey, defensive line, Oklahoma. 26, Miami Dolphins, DeMarvin Overshone, linebacker, Texas. 27 baltimore ravens take charles cross offensive tackle mississippi state number 28 detroit lions take justin ross wide receiver clemson 29 green bay packers select ikeem ekwono offensive line nc state 30 the bills take tight end jalen widermeyer from texas a&m 31 the buccaneers select aiden hutchinson defensive line of michigan and 32 the chiefs take Anaya Smith, wide receiver, running back, Texas AM. So that's just a quick Debbie mock draft heading into 2022. Uh, we'll get into some more Debbie kind of updates that affect players and situations and stuff like that. Um, but that's what I have for you this morning. And last but not least, let's talk about bourbon. I was reading an article. The uh, Whiskey Advocate released their 10 highest scoring whiskeys in the summer of 2021 and you know I skipped through the ones that are pretty much out of our price range you know the ones that are thousands of dollars few hundreds of dollars um, so just just some ones that uh, maybe you'll see on the shelves and if you do maybe take a second to kind of read over it and see if it's something you want to pursue uh, these are in no particular order but the Bardstown discovery series number four bourbon I think that is the green label I think this Bardstown does the discovery which is the green and the fusion which is the garnet label i believe but this is the bardstown discovery series number four bourbon it goes for 130. dollars 94 points here are some notes some tasting notes that they mentioned so powerful aromas of blackberry cobbler mm, brown sugar honey baking spices cola peanuts in the shell that's on the nose uh, z- zingy lemon oil dark berries cola syrup espresso, dark chocolate roasted peanuts Fill out a chewy mouthfeel and the finish has an excellent length With rich flavors of chocolate coffee roasted nuts and spices Man whose idea was it to talk about bourbon as early now. I'm thirsty Here's another one one that I've had not this necessarily, but I've had this Elijah Craig barrel proof This is batch a 121 I was lucky enough to get A120 and B120, but this is A121, January of 2021. Goes for $60, man. This might be one of the best bargain bourbons on the market if you can find Elijah Craig Barrel Proof. It's the really high, it's got the black label, I believe, Barrel Proof. This one's uh, 94 points out of 100. Chocolate-covered cherries, candied orange peel. Yes, when I had mine, uh, it reminded me of the orange caramel candy that you had when you were a kid. Uh, I used to have my grandma's house. Uh, cola, pine nuts, caramel, cornbread on the nose, piles of baking spice, dark chocolate shavings on the palate mingled with raspberry jam, orange peel, ginger snaps, cinnamon, and mint. Water. It says water amplifies and brightens the fruit character on the tongue. That's absolutely what I found when I did some water mine. I have a Roto Lounge bourbon collection. Uh, Podcast where I go over my A120 and B120. I was a little lit, so if you listen to it, just know I was a little lit. But I did notice when you added water, it definitely brought out some different characters and kind of heightened the the flavors a little bit. It says a lip-smacking finish of dark chocolate, mint, and tobacco. All right, here's one that I haven't had, but I've heard a lot about it. Barrel Bourbon. This is batch 027 barrel cask strength blend of straight bourbon batch 027 got 93 points at $90 all right it says pleasant aromas of confectioner sugar on the nose candy apples milk chocolate grape jelly and candied coconut as well as some fresh red fruit notes with a smooth palette of balanced sweet flavors of chocolate covered raspberries candied almonds cinnamon spice and coffee Man, that's the palate. That that sounds terrific. A rich finish offers mint, dark chocolate, drizzled caramel, espresso beans, and cinnamon. Wow. Um, Crescendo of fresh red fruit completes a pleasant tasting journey through this well-structured whiskey. 90 bucks, man. Might want to try it one day when I see it. Um, One last one I've never heard of. This is something if you see it if you're in the nashville area this is called nashville barrel company seven-year-old single barrel straight bourbon whiskey it's 100 and it's 93 points it says demonstrating clear maturity and com- complexity this is a sweet right off the bat with cocoa dusted truffles dark chocolate covered cherries creme brulee and ginger snap cookies on the nose the palate is chewy with more dessert notes like tiramisu, mocha, and candied apple, in addition to tobacco leaf, and with water, dried ginger, allspice, and raisins. The finish displays savory spices, cocoa powder, espresso, peppermint stick, and blueberry jam with excellent length. That, my friend, is a nice rundown of some of the best bourbons that Whiskey Adv- Advocate thinks you can buy this summer. Let me go over those again with you bartstown discovery series number four elijah craig barrel proof a121 uh, barrel bourbon batch 027 and a nashville barrel company seven-year-old single barrel straight bourbon whiskey all right well that's it that's it some quick notes we talked about tj hawkinson trey sermon uh talked about a 2022 quick mock draft and some bourbon so this basically is what the roto lounge daily morning show is going to consist of just a few notes uh, anything that comes down the pipeline that i see might be interesting to kind of pass along to you get you ready for for fantasy season or uh, for bourbon hunting season again you can find me on twitter at Roto Lounge. hit me up in dms if you have any ideas suggestions uh, i'd love to hear them uh, and uh, hopefully keep this going right now it's about 6 30 a.m and i'm gonna get ready to go to work so enjoy your day and i will see you back here tomorrow morning